good morning. Good morning. Ah, uh, so girls got home from school, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought, oh yeah, okay, I'm good. I made her clean everything that was on that back porch, set it up, make it look as beautiful as possible, and then when she sat there and got it all done, I had her rearrange it to the way that I wanted it, and had her get all the stuff and put back in the backyard area. She's lucky because if she had given me any kind of attitude about it at all, I was going to make her clean up all of the dog poo that was back there, too. So she got a little bit on the lucky side for that one. So but she doesn't generally give an attitude beyond her first argument. Yeah. You know? Once you tell her once you shut it down, then she's kind of like, oh, whatever, it's not worth it. Yeah. I'm not, Which is I'm, weird. Cause it only works when we do it. It, it mm-hmm. <laughs> She does it for some reason. Get it with either of the girls to just like not even like i hear their arguments half the time and i'm like what are y'all even arguing about like i remember having dumb arguments with my siblings but like they were still based around something like legitimate like Mm -hmm. if you know even like i never had you know to argue about chores or something but like if if somebody that took something of mine or i took something of theirs or you know somebody trying to blame something on another like it was it was always like those were what we would argue about they just argue to argue Mm -hmm. like they just like oh well can't argue with the adults so i'm gonna turn it on you and i'm just gonna like and they, they come back and like they have to have the last word and i don't get that and I've said that before. I've never understood that. Like, I'm not a last word kind of person. I'm just kind of like, you know what? Whatever. And then just like, I'll get angry about something. I'll argue about something. But like, once I feel like it's just not worth it, then I just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, it's just like, I'm whatever. <laughs> I'll walk away or whatever. But the girls, they all, all three of them. Well, you, this is just stupid. You, you know, shut up, shut up, shut up. Oh, well, you're just being an a-hole. Oh, well, oh, wow, I'm the a-hole. And they just keep going. And then they mm-hmm. get to a point where it's like, uh, uh, is that the end of it? And they'll be quiet for like five seconds. And we're like, well, at least I'm not the one that did that. Oh, my goodness. And then they just right? start back up. And I'm like, what the heck? Because that, that's what they even, do. They do. They, they, they're not stopping. They're, they're literally just reloading. Yeah, they're, they're thinking like, of the next that? argument. What's the next thing? Yeah, I'm going to, well, psh. At least I belong here. It's like, <laughs> like what? Yeah, the and heck? sometimes the most outlandish things come out of their mouth, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, it's just I've gotten to a point where like I'm trying to to get Nikki to understand that she doesn't have to step in all the time because mm-hmm. I half the time I don't care. Like unless they're legitimately getting to a point where the things they're saying are not just like, oh, that's a little hurtful. Like they're legitimately oh, hurtful things. Like Tabby I did step like in. a year ago. Yeah. yeah when like, she you're called, not even supposed to yeah, be here. You're not family. Or you're just going to be here for a couple of months and then you're going to be out and things like that. Both of them did that mm-hmm. to Anna. And it was like, uh-uh, there is no world where you're going to make her not feel like she belongs in this house. Because no, so, we've all been there. Like, yeah. Like it, you're talking to a room, a house of adults who all know what it is to be the unwanted kid. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, though, no, they, they got called out for that. It's like, but the, that's about it. And it's if it's something mm-hmm. that's like, you know, I know for a fact, like if somebody's trying to gaslight somebody, I'll come in because that's never something that I'm going to stand for because that's manipulation. Right. And I don't, I won't, I hate that. Mm-hmm. And so that's half the time. And half the time it, it literally is Lily because she 100% has got the gaslighting down with them. She is full, like every time anything happens, she gets out of doing something because she just straight up refuses and then tries to lie. And then, you know, she'll get away with it because even, even if the other two are 100% are like, that's not what happened. She'll still sit there and go, yes, it is and try to blame mm-hmm. like bring other people in it oh well you want to go ask but because they don't want to bring it to us then they just have to kind of accept it and she just refuses to do something so much so that she'll you know 
she will literally make put everybody in trouble just so she doesn't have to do something. Mm-hmm. She's gotten to that point, but Tabby's just argues to argue. So like if Anna and Tabby are arguing, unless it's literally getting to the point where I'm sick of hearing it, I'll tell both of them to just shush, stop it. I don't hear it. Just do it. Just do, do, stop <laughs> because mm-hmm. I'm just tired of it. But I, for the most part, they go in that kitchen, they argue, they're screaming at each other, they get to so mad, and, like, we've even had them try to come and, like, tell, and I'm like, I don't care. I don't yeah. care. Is the kitchen done? No, I don't care then. And they keep trying to, like, you know, it's the, the biggest thing is, like, they, they have to hold each other accountable, and if they don't, they don't get something done. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, that's the biggest, biggest thing that they all hate, because then either one of them feels like they have to step up when they feel it's not fair and they shouldn't have to, or one of blah, them is blah, just, blah. yeah, like, it's just so they get to a point where it's, like, you know, they, they try to say something and then they get, you know, they, they don't want to come to us because they don't want to end up telling the thing that they did they shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, if they get to that point where everybody's story has to be told because, you know, they get, you know, so worked up about it, then none of them are happy. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. if they don't get something done, they hate having to, oh, well, you didn't get your part done. Well, I didn't have to clean that. You're the one that does the dishes. And then they just argue and argue and argue until somebody finally goes, you know what? I don't want to get in trouble. So I'm just going to do it. <laughs> so, yeah. And then they still risk it half the time, still get up, and it's like, hey, this isn't done. Oh, well, I wasn't supposed to do that. Well, this was from our... And then then they're just like, okay, well, all three of you (laughs) are in trouble because all three of you decided to go to bed. Kitchen wasn't done. Chores weren't done. Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Decided you were going to just leave this here because they were arguing with you. You didn't like it. Oh, no. Boo-hoo. You still got to get it done. It's either you get it done then, suck it up, and it's over with, or you deal with getting it done and being in trouble. I, I don't get that. But yeah. no, they argue like there's just they're <laughs> like sisters. they're in a debate. <laughs> like, they they are sisters. They hate the uh-huh. fact that they're all sisters, but they are all sisters because they get along so well when they get along. They yep. play around. Anna and Tabby argue the most, but they love to run around this house screaming, yeah, chasing do. each other. Like and it, they have so much fun. And I'm like, it's so funny to watch that because like, man, the oh well, you you know if you if you say any level of how much Lily and Tabby actually love Anna, they mm-hmm. will deny it up mm-hmm. and down all around. They hate her. She's terrible. Oh my goodness, she wasn't supposed to be here. But then the moment that they have to do something and they're not in a bad mood and it wasn't something that they were like you know extra that they had to do man we cannot get them to shut up because Mm -hmm. they're just laughing giggling scream laughing down there like and it's like oh my god get the kitchen done and they try to tell us what they're laughing at and we're all like that's weird yeah (laughs) so it's just it's hilarious yeah they're they're definitely just get your shit done yeah don't don't drag me into all that craziness Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm just trying to relax no so no no. it's 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 funny that they've gotten to that so and and and, you know but she got it done Mm -hmm. you know and so it's like now hopefully this week it's and it looks like because i mean they came home they were like i'm doing this and i'm doing this because that's what i'm gonna do but i'm like i hear this all the time (laughs) i'm like that's great and and she's you know anna was like well i'm waiting for him to grade this well anna he's graded three other things how come this one thing hasn't been graded Mm -hmm. i I don't know well that's funny because when i talked to so-and-so they said it was graded well, I'll, I'll have to email him. Why you go to his class every day? You know, I, 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 yeah, I love that from all three of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I just I, I'll have to email. Really, y'all go to the school every day, and you right. can't just ask them, right? Because then so. the first thing when we say, "Why don't you email them?" is, "Well, they don't check their email." <laughs> like, like okay. and then when we talk to them, they're like, "Yes, we do." Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "We check our email all, all the, the time." time. <laughs> so, like, hey, girls. So we wanted you to know that your teacher's lying to us, and then it's like. 
oh crap it's like because the teacher the school loves us oh yeah they oh, we're, we're, love we're planters. us they, you guys call and they know your voice yeah they literally it doesn't matter what happens we call that school and they're go oh the zelanese mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're just like what how do you what yeah <laughs> so yeah no, no it's hilarious it's awesome and uh yeah i i got something else that i'm looking at too but i'll talk about that a little bit later and in the meantime good morning we hope we're helping you wake up and welcome to the stupid podcast on everything where i'm joey and i'm kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time by two people who prove constantly that we can talk about nothing all at the same time <laughs> <laughs> all right so we got our national days today how many are we going over we got two all right go for it this first one is national cereal day So, March 7th urges us to get our bowl and spoon ready for National Cereal Day each year. Since the end of the 19th century, cereal has become America's most popular breakfast food. Now, not only is cereal eaten for breakfast, but it has become a popular bedtime snack. That's mine. That's what I eat, cereal. Mm. Some people even enjoy a bowl for an evening meal. Bakers turn cereal in their cake, cookie, and bar recipes. The most popular one is Rice Krispie Bar Treats. I love Rice Krispie Treats. Um, So, I'm going to go over a little bit of cereal history. Ferdinand Schumacher. Mm-hmm. Schumacher. Good. Yep. Okay. A German immigrant began the cereal revolution in 1854 with a hand oats grinder in the back room of a small store in Akron, Ohio. His German mills, American Oatmeal Company, was the first, nation's first commercial oatmeal manufacturer. In 1877, Schumacher adopted the Quaker symbol, the first registered trademark for a breakfast cereal. I did not know that it was a German company. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Gr- granula? Mm-hmm. Granola. Or, I'm sorry, no, it's, yeah, granula. So, mm-hmm. yeah. The sorry. first breakfast cereal was invented in the United States in 1863 by James Caleb Jackson, mm-hmm. operator of Our Home on the Hillside, which was later replaced by the Jackson Sanatorium in Dansville, New York. The cereal never became popular since it was inconvenient as the heavy brand nuggets needed soaking overnight before they were tender enough to eat. Yeah, that's too much work. Yep. <laughs> Do you remember morning's eating a bowl of cereal, reading the back of the box, and trying to find the toy inside the box. The cereal industry rose from a combination of sincere religious beliefs and commercial interest in healthy foods. Dr. John Harvey Kellogg experimented with granola. He boiled Mm -hmm. some wheat, rolled it into thin films, and baked the resulting flakes in the oven. He acquired a patent in 1891. In 1895, he launched cornflakes, which overnight captured a national market. In 1906, Dr. John Harvey Kellogg's brother, William K. Kellogg, after working for John, broke away, bought the cornflakes right from his brother, and set up the Battle Creek Toasted Cornflake Company. These are all really long company names. Mm -hmm. (laughs) His signature on every package became the company trademark and insurance of quality. Charles W. Post introduced Grape Nuts in 1898 and soon followed with Post Toasties. Because of Kellogg and Post, the city of Battle Creek, Michigan, is nicknamed the cereal capital of the world. So, to observe National Cereal Day, give a shout out to your favorite cereal brand. Have a bowl for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Share it as a snack and create a delicious recipe from cereal and share your recipes. And your favorite cereal is? I don't have a favorite. I go. have three. Okay, go um, for it. I have the three for very different reasons. Um, for snacking, mm-hmm. Cinnamon Life. 100% hands down, I could eat that. I could eat an entire box in one sitting. It's horrendous to eat an entire box in one sitting. Mm-hmm. You won't be pooping for a while. But 
I love it. It is so good as a snack. I, I didn't even know what it was until I was in my teens because my mom had gotten it. But she was like, oh, man, I remember this and, you know, got it and was like, oh, yeah, it's so good. And she had it with, with milk. I cannot. Uh, it literally gets so soggy so fast. There's no reason mm-hmm. unless you like a bowl of shredded whole wheat and a little bit of, you know, sweetness to your, your milk, then you know that it's for you but i like just snacking on it it's a texture thing it tastes amazing and it's just something so quick and easy and it's not like it's not like the worst of all the cereals (laughs) and so then i'm gonna jump up to the next worst cereal um uh, and it's always a mood thing between um, these for whether or not i want to eat them dry or i want to eat them with milk and it's cinnamon toast crunch and uh frosted flakes okay they are my favorites to have like as a bowl of cereal because they just they taste so amazing i will eat frosted flakes as a bowl of cereal but it really depends because if i have um because i i use almond milk for cereal 100 percent hands down i prefer it now um if i have vanilla almond milk then i don't like eating frosted flakes really as a bowl of cereal because it's just too much you know it's just too sweet, which is funny because I absolutely adore having Cinnamon Toast Crunch in vanilla almond milk, which is like ridiculously sweet because it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's covered in sugary cinnamony goodness. <laughs> but yeah, I, I will eat both of them dry. I will eat both of them as a bowl of cereal, but I will never eat life as a bowl of cereal because it just gets way too soggy, way too fast. And I will crave cereal and I've been craving cereal <laughs> the past, you know, couple of days. And I was like, man, I really just want to eat it. But it's more of a dessert for me now. Like, I don't wake up and go, oh, I want a bowl of cereal. Like, it, that doesn't happen. That craving doesn't happen. I want cereal later in the day when mm-hmm. I've eaten something else. And I'm like, oh, I want something sweet. Then my mind is like, ooh, cereal. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's, a, it's a dessert for me now. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think that's funny is yeah people people have it as meals still i i can't i'll eat it and i'll I'll overeat but not to the point of it's like a meal <laughs> i'll overeat it because it tastes good <laughs> i for me it's i've always had old man cereal i've always <laughs> always had it like seriously like we're like my friends were having sugar frosted crack rocks you know and things like that <laughs> i was sitting there with my family we had three things we had grape nuts we had shredded wheat and the closest that we had to anything that was anything was wheat checks that was it those were our three you didn't have rice checks nope we did not i need i thought the cocoa crispy thing or the uh, rice crispy thing the snap crackle pop thing i thought that was a joke i didn't even know the cereal <laughs> made that noise i thought the color of cereals were just gross to look at and everything else we didn't have any of those we had those threes and we didn't have the the, the you know the shredded wheat little square ones no no ours were these bricks that looked like brillo pads right <laughs> that you had to put in put into the milk and you had to put enough milk in it to cover it and then you had to turn it over after like five minutes or two hours of soaking just so it could get down to where you break it apart into little things and then you had this weird milk with twigs floating around in it and so that was that with grape nuts grape nuts were lucky because they were the only cereal that i got to add sugar to so you would get this thing of grape nuts and you'd lay them out and then you have a pile of sugar that was there you pour your milk on the side and just watch the milk soak up into the sugar pyramid that you had in there before (laughs) stirring it up and having to stir it up before my mom would pop out because i knew i had way too much sugar (laughs) sitting in that in the first place but dang it i could get away with it and wheat checks were like i don't know i you know what i i i thought it was a joke i i 
I would never, ever, I've never done it to my daughters. People put like Cheerios in a snack pack for your kids. Like, we didn't get that kind of stuff in a snack pack. We, like, if you had cereal and you weren't eating it with milk, you were in trouble because that was, you weren't eating it the proper way. (laughs) And so we didn't have any of that stuff. And I didn't know squat about about sweet cereal but i saw it on uh, saturday morning cartoons i literally would watch it and i watched like everything fruity pebbles and i was like wow fruity pebbles those are so cool and then i was like oh i want these and i would tell my mom i want these oh you don't want those those are horrible for you but we'll come to find out the stuff you know they were just more expensive yeah. right but it was like no 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 i had old man cereal and the thing is is now that's become such a nostalgia to me that anytime i even think about because you know me i don't eat cereal Mm -hmm. but anytime i even think about eating cereal what do i think about old man cereal i'm like oh my gosh i have grown into my cereal this is suck (laughs) and so it's like all right you did like cinnamon toast crunch when you tried it i did and that was before my parosmia hit and i could still taste stuff so you know, I've taken I, I might have taken a piece from you since then. And yeah, no, it's just gone. So it's just a texture thing now. So but the funny thing was, is I, I will tell you this. I had actually learned to do some nice desserts with like grape nuts because they grape nuts were great for texture for giving little chewy texture and uh, crunchy texture and things like that. So you take grape nuts and honestly, you put them in the oven, you, you uh, coat them in some brown sugar and, and you shake it up in a bag. And then you pour that bag out in the oven, uh, put the oven to 400 degrees, give it about 15 minutes. The sugar melts into the grape nuts and then you roll it with a rolling pin inside back inside the bag, put it out. It is the best ice cream topping. Hmm. you've ever had in your life and you don't tell but you don't tell people it's grape nuts because <laughs> you tell people it's grape nuts they look at you like what what 1970s cookbook are you cooking from so but yeah so I'll, i mean it's warm enough we could definitely do that mm-hmm. so okay so anyway so what's our what's our next day <laughs> our second national day is national be heard day each year on the 7th of March, National Be Heard Day encourages small businesses across the country to make their presence known. The day recognizes over 145 million small businesses in the United States striving to be heard over the big business-dominated noise. Around the United States, small businesses employ approximately 40% of the workforce. Standing out amongst the crowd can be a daunting task, but small businesses are unique in many ways. Not only do they supply cutting-edge services and products, they also reinvest in small-town America and local neighborhoods in many ways. When small business owners live, work, and play in our communities, their dollars stay and grow. Many of these businesses create custom products solving unique problems for big businesses. Not only that, but they support our schools and dollars as mentors in the classroom and on the field with coaches. Okay. The day supports small businesses as they stand up and grab the attention of consumers. National Be Heard Day encourages small businesses to stand out through creative marketing, smart publicity tactics, a strong visual appearance, or any other inventive ways of their presence being known. When small businesses thrive, so do our communities. So to observe National Be Heard Day, join the small business celebration. Whether you're a business owner, shopper, or interested in growing your community, this day is for you. Small businesses, raise your voices. Let your communities hear you, your goals, and what you have to offer. Reveal your mar- review your marketing approach. Take a look at trends in social media. Make your presence known. Ask your customers what works and what doesn't. Then make the changes that draw positive attention. Showcase your unique qualities and make them shine. And network with local businesses. Pairing your unique product with another merchants displays doubles the wow 
Communities offer small businesses your support. Provide seminars on mastering social media. Invite small businesses to take marketing courses. Generate interest in coffee shop networking to build your small business culture. Your civic pride won't be sorry. And organize events that bring shoppers to your merchants. Consumers, frequent your local small businesses today. We know you love your local businesses. Shop, eat, drink, and order. If you don't, they will not be around long. Small businesses do not survive without clientele. When you like a service, tell others about it. Share your social media handles, specials, and invite others to join you on your next visit. Give a positive review. All businesses hear what they are doing wrong, but they also need to know what they are doing right. Can't make it to your favorite sh local shop? Check their website. Many traditional small businesses also run an online store, too. And this is where it's funny where Kelly and I had a nice long talk while we were at uh, Crawfish Outback mm -hmm. because... I am all about small business. I have a passion for small business that I will never be able to properly um, fill with anything large. I've worked for large corporations. I've worked for, you know, the number one tech company in the world. Mm -hmm. I, I have worked for, you know, Fortune 100 companies, Fortune 10 companies. I have been, you know, I've, I've done all of it. And the truth is there is nothing more rewarding to me than helping small business grow. Mm -hmm. Right. And. So it was hilarious because I sat there and I was talking to Kelly and I was like, you know, Chamber of Commerce is supposed to do that. Chamber of Commerce is supposed to be a set a setup and network for small businesses to be able to get their names out, to get their names heard, to get themselves understood and to and to go that route. And it's not. We have the Greater Palestine um, Chamber of Commerce. From what I can tell, there is one person working there. We have people who have waited months to get their ribbon cutting ceremony for when they open their business, mm -hmm. which doesn't make sense. A ribbon cutting ceremony is supposed to be when your business opens, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, and there's no mixers, there's no events, there's no charities, there's no, there's nothing there. And the memberships for one, uh, for a company of one, she told me it was like $300 for the year. And I just sat there and went, are, are you kidding me? I'm like, that's ridiculous. Maybe I need to go down there. And it's like, and she's like, oh, well, it's a click. It's a cool kids club. You know, it's like, if you're not in their club, you're not part of it. And, and I was like, okay. And she's like, you can start your own chamber of commerce. And I was like, no, you can't do that. You got to have the, the authority from the county board of directors. Well, you do in California. Guess what? Don't got to do that here. Don't in here. Wow. So we literally could have the Anderson County Chamber of Commerce and start our own Chamber of Commerce. I know so many small business uh -huh. owners out here. If you have, did this? And that's what, that's what I'm saying is, is Kelly introduced her sister to me. Her sister is a paralegal and they're the town of Frankston, mm -hmm. which is in Anderson County. And we know businesses in Montalba, the, the restaurants that's out there and the people that had the meat and everything that are out there in Montalba. Mo I'm going to say it right. I apologize, everybody. Montalba. OK, I, I realize, OK, it's two separate words, but it doesn't look like it's two separate words. So I apologize. So um, Elkhart, I know business owners in Elkhart. Mm -hmm. And so everywhere within this county and I know how to run a chamber of commerce. I helped run the Rancho Cordova Chamber of Commerce for almost two years and brought it out of bankruptcy into being a thriving chamber of commerce. I know how to do it. And the ability for us to be able to sit there and say, hey, here's where it is. Here's where you have and to expand it and do it by the county is huge. 
you know how many restaurants know us when we show up? Yeah. How many stores know us when we show up? Literally can walk into people and say, hey, look, we're doing a new chamber of commerce. Here it is right here. How many people are in your company? This is what you're going to pay. This is going to be the benefits of it. Write the, I can write the bylaws. I love doing stupid crap like that. You know, and it's like in and, and she's like, oh, well, my my sister's a, you know, a legal aid and for her firm. And I'm like, OK, we'll do a trade of service there. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, the ability you now to do all of these things and get all of this and put everything together and work with the schools and work with charities and work with organizations and to actually network market and do networking events, which they don't do anything. And, you know, all. For those, for those of you who don't know the way a networking event works is very simple. Let's say I have a restaurant and my restaurant is, is okay. Right. And I, but I want to pick up business. So what I do is I say, Hey, I would love to host the next next networking event. I'll supply $200, $300 worth of food. It's like, okay, no problem. We'll pay half of that. Right. We'll have people come in and it's like, they'll pay $10 or whatever, or, or nothing. It doesn't matter. Right. Because what you're doing is we're going to bring people in. They're going to showcase your company, showcase your stuff. We'll have an event. We have an event every month or twice a month, depending on how many people are active in it. And when you have a a grand opening or something like that, you notify the chamber ahead of time. You become part of the chamber. And then when people move into, when people move into this, into the town, you have a welcome packet and that welcome packet includes those local businesses and and a directory of all of these local businesses that you have in there. And they're not just local businesses because people don't get that like McDonald's, you know, this is, this is important for people to know this McDonald's, is you know mostly franchise so those people are who own the franchise are usually local and so it's like so you look at those and you let those people get in there and you let people work you know so you you have all this stuff together and then you can create even a coupon book that the kids can sell in, in school you know to make money and builds networking and gets people up and gets things going and gets business going so it's just it's crazy that people don't realize what a chamber actually should do and could be. And it's like here it's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, they, they, their website is not even been updated since 2021. Like, seriously, wow. their Facebook page is emaciated. And it's like, OK, you know what? That's fine. So I already got the Anderson County Chamber of Commerce domain. And I already got the Anderson County Chamber of Commerce uh, Facebook page. I already grabbed all that stuff. So I told Kelly I was going to think about it for the week, but I didn't sleep for squat last night because <laughs> my brain was just going with everything that we could do. So, but a good Chamber of Commerce helps develop and grow business, you know, and and works with advocacy groups to help and develop and grow cities and areas. And, you know, and it's like, but... Ours doesn't do any of that crap. So, yeah. So when you're talking about that one, you were talking about it last night, or you're talking about telling me what this was part of the National Day to be heard day. I was like, <laughs> oh, I got something for it. So, uh, and you know what? And this one, I think I'm going to do this one. Like, I'm excited. I'm, I hope that you yeah. do. This is right up your alley, no, and it's not something that's going to be. You know, it's not one of those things that's like, you know, you were talking about starting the butcher shop and, and deli thing, and mm-hmm. it was like, but you don't want to commit to your Mm-mm. chef side you don't you Mm-mm. want you cooking is special to you you yes. want to share it with the people you want to share it and choose to share 100%. it with but with your with your marketing you want to share it with everybody all the time you tell everybody and give them free marketing advice just because you enjoy their presence and you enjoy or you enjoy their business or whatever it is and they can either take it or they don't and it's just you know whatever and you know at the end of the day you don't really care but this is mm-hmm. something that is not just leaving it up to them it's actually you being able to help them yeah. and i know that knowing you we're going to start with the ones that 
we love that we know are struggling mm-hmm. and actually try to give them you know good business again especially things like you know kelly and her crawfish out back mm-hmm. we love that place and it was great that she was busy on saturday but it's still just like it's not like that it often it's always the first yeah. yeah it's always the first you know you know bit of her opening for the season and everybody's always oh yeah no they're open again but then that's kind of it same thing with Asian City. I mean, we want to help them, and it's we understand. I think the biggest you know reason that we she struggles is that she doesn't speak very fluent English. Mm-hmm. She understands, has to think about her responses and everything. It's very obvious that yeah, they have a Facebook page, but they don't use it mm-hmm. because she doesn't get you know all that aspect of all of it. And so it's like. I'm, I'm excited that you're going to actually do this because like then I think about things like oh man you know that's the beginnings of being able to start an actual community garden and things mm-hmm. like that fixing up downtown and actually well, making and it that's, that's part of what an active chamber of commerce does right in ran- in Rancho there there was no dog park there was nothing and the chamber of commerce we we went and had an event to raise money for uh, to for the SPCA or uh, the Humane Society so that they could have the dog park in front right because they used to not have that you, know, you remember where Safetyville was? Um, if you were ever driving, okay, if you ever went in Rancho Cordova, <laughs> there was Safetyville, right? Which was for kids to go to, and they had all the little buildings and Home Depot buildings and things like that. And those were cute and adorable and everything. But way back in the back, there was the Humane Society. Well, so the Chamber of Commerce, we did a fundraiser whoops, for the Humane Society and was able to build and develop an entire dog park in front of it. And people loved it. Like, oh, my gosh. We like we we took care of it. Like we the only thing that I was a little irritated about was that this, they had an issue with the city. And that's it was fine. But they wouldn't let us put a pond in there. So we were literally put, trying to put a dog pond in there because some people have dogs that just love water. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, but no, it, no, it wasn't the city. It was vector control. So but it was an it was a blast. So, yeah, so I, if I do it, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it right. But, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely like I'm on. I'm, I'm on board. This, this one is good. We just hire people to make phone calls and get people to sign up. It's not hard. And then you bring in account managers and I know how you, you, you pay them and you get them paid. So, yeah, we can create jobs and build the economy. I'm very excited about that. I want people to be heard, especially if they deserve it. So with that, thank you so much for joining us this morning on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I've been Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we look forward to seeing you this afternoon on the Afternoon Dive. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.